0: will be legendary even in
1: hell all
0: right then hello and welcome to a new episode of fascinated with films Did I blow it out a little bit there I could have <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're good. But I've heard myself on several pods where I'm like hello and it knocks my head back so. <laughs> <laughs> so we are back, this is a special, special episode here I know I say that a lot, but whatever, they're all special <laughs> But uh, I am back up in Massachusetts, way back in episode... Damn, I don't even know what episode it was that we recorded back then Friday the 13th episode It was a Friday the Friday 13th episode, so it was like episode 8 or 9 or something like that I was I came up north Similar to now, and I get to hang out with my uh, my good cousin Eric, Hello, and people. Uh, get to talk about some horror stuff because that's both our jam, you know. And always uh, fun. We can do some deeper cuts than uh, than Dave and Justin can, and uh, we've got some good stuff. We're gonna do eighties kind of uh, B horror. VR. And everything, and what's great? Everyone listening can't see. I am surrounded by some horrific shit. We are in <laughs> one of Eric's kind of chill rooms, his uh, video game room, and he has horror stuff all over the place. So it's like we have mood lighting going on. I see House of a Thousand Corpses figures. I see some uh, um, Chucky. I see Chucky. Chucky with a big knife in his hand, some Universal Monster movie action figures, which are super rare. Jason is everywhere. A lot of Jason stuff.
2: Miss Captain Spaulding everywhere.
0: Captain Spaulding, yep. I see uh autographed Heather Laden camp, uh picture, and uh, that whole rack you have there of some awesome horror movies right yep, there, man. Yep. Those ones on the right there, those top ones on yep, the right, the that's the, the Universal Monster Legacy Collections. Yep, those yep. are sought after, man. Love them. Uh, it's hard to find. They're a pain to get out of the cases, too. They always seem like they don't want to break yep. them. Yep. So that, that just tells you, Eric's got uh, his his whole life is kind of surrounded
2: by uh, horror or just his main interest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially 80s stuff. I got 80s toys in the other room, video oh yeah. games from the 80s. I, lo- I love that time.
0: Yep. 80s, 80s nostalgia. I'm with him, man. We's, we've been up here. Uh, I've only been up here a couple days, and we've gone to some amazing... Those who don't know, Eric has an awesome uh, store, Land of Electronics, here in uh, Eastern Mass. Yep. Tons of... Uh, great old just nostalgia you walk through that door and you get it slapped in the face man. exactly
2: exactly things from our youth before our youth just things that put smiles on everyone's face video games dvds old toys anything you can imagine yeah i went crazy in his
0: uh back room (laughs) see that's the cousin discount man you get not only do i get a decent discount man i get to go into the areas behind the curtain where i can uh check on dvds that haven't made it out on the uh on the sales floor yet so i left there with like 40 movies <laughs> uh, went to another flea market i was telling eric man the flea market's up here in massachusetts totally different animal than the ones down in uh, gainesville ones down in gainesville you got tools you got fruit you've got like baby furniture and baby toys and everything like that but nothing like up here man you can
2: find anything on any given sunday there you yeah. can walk in and find absolutely nothing like most of us do and once in a while, I just find that gem in the in the wild, in someone's box in the bottom like like it's trash.
0: And it's so refreshing that up here, there a lot of their stock is centered around video games and uh, '80s action figures. Man, yep, yep, big uh, big wrestling community up here, so you've always got some great like WWF and uh, uh, LJN figures and stuff like that. So. That was pretty cool. We've got a cat joining us. Come on, Remo. Get up there. Get your fat ass up here. Old you dude. can be on the There you go. There you go. All job. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we, we made out like bandits at the uh, at the flea markets. Yeah. It always helps to yep. you know people
2: there. They yep. they hold stuff for you. They always let you know about the deals. So it's a good time. I do like it. What mic you using here? You're using number two, yeah uh,
0: let me raise you up a little bit here. There we go. So yeah, so other than that, we've been uh, just hanging and uh, doing our thing, so we figured uh, what better way to uh,
2: spend an hour to Spend an hour, hour or half. so,
0: uh, talking about some uh, 80s horror, something yep. that we watched a lot of these movies that we're going to talk about together for the first time uh, growing up, because we were those kids that tried to watch movies
2: we weren't supposed to watch. Exactly. Or, uh, the last uh, part I actually <laughs> said that I actually would sneak upstairs or downstairs after they went to sleep and watch. Whatever movie he had rented, he always got a horror movie. And I always got a ninja movie or something like that, and I'd always, like, sneak downstairs and watch it at 10 years old.
0: Yeah, see, my uh, I don't remember my dad much renting horror movies either. No. He did more action or yep. dramas yep. and stuff like that. So he I did watch other, uh, comedies, too. So I did yep. was able to watch, like, uh, some risque stuff like uh, Revenge of the Nerds yep. or Porky's or something like that. which Always loved
2: TNA, but uh, uh, Good Killing was... Yeah, if
0: you can put TNA and horror in yeah, the exactly. same thing, why wouldn't exactly. you just watch that, too? Yep. And a lot of these movies are uh, chock full of that because they were just great. So mm-hmm. we're trying to stay away from, like... Like the first poltergeist, those that like even the the non horror fans will will be uh viewers of. The Shining, those obviously those are uh the original Exorcist, obviously those are all awesome movies and we all mm-hmm. love them. But
2: More gonna, mainstream. Yeah,
0: we're going to go a little deeper here which, uh, if you were in the 80s, you probably and you were into horror movies, I'm sure you saw these because there were some serious staples in the 80s. Well, that,
2: you definitely saw posters of them in oh, the yeah. video store that would scare you yep, or
0: senseless. Or heard names of them. And that was a big thing too, now that you mentioned that. The the posters and the covers on the VHS tapes, mm-hmm. I mean that's what made you rent the movie, unless you heard it from somebody. Exactly,
2: you could just walk by that video store mm-hmm. and it would, it would just send a shiver down your spine seeing somebody. Them.
0: Oh yeah, it, there was an art to it, and there's several of these movies that we're going to talk about here have awesome, awesome covers to them too. Definitely, and I love that they're. Uh, we were just talking about that Scream Factory, and uh, that was another company that does a lot of uh, those DVDs now, where they're they're giving them like not only awesome. Covers, but they're uh, giving them awesome treatments with yep. documentaries and everything like that. Packaging
2: them very well. And you probably
0: can speak to it to anyone. <clears throat> the the DVD, What are the the one genre DVDs that always sells at your shop, man? Horror. Horror. I tell
2: people that's all I buy at this point. Yeah. I'll buy some kid stuff. Wrestling always sells too, but horror, like No Tomorrow.
0: Yep. It always flies in and out. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's where I'm always looking for. And there's a lot of rare horror movies that are like. Uh, really difficult to find yeah. on uh, on DVD these days, too. A like lot of them, the, they
2: discontinued uh, a long time ago or yep. something happened to some of the footage. Fright Night this. 2. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. I got that Fright Night 2, did I tell you about that? <clears> I have, DVD. It's, and it wasn't uh, a bootleg, it was the artisan one, but I don't have the case, which right. is kind of yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, but you don't really care about the case no, as much. No, I anyway, don't care so. about the case, but that is a cool cover. It is, yeah, yeah with uh, the white that cover. A really white cover, yep. I and mean, you can see that from across the room. Yep. But, uh, yeah, most of those ones you're you're going to find are going to be bootlegs from like Korea or something. So
2: Definitely, definitely. So Sorry, Remo. She, she, that's,
0: she's not a good uh, critic for the pod. No, definitely I'm out of here. You guys, no. you guys suck. Yep.
1: That's all right. <laughs> we might get better. I've been here for five <laughs> minutes. I haven't heard
0: anyone talk about uh, mackerel or anything like that. <laughs> Catnip. <laughs> so, yeah. So, oh, here's your uh, list, man. Woo-hoo. And I got my list here, too. Crypto. So we should go right into it, man, because, like most times, these will take us on a different tangent eventually, uh, because we love different parts of these movies, so... Why don't you uh, go first, man? Let's uh All right, nah. and this is difficult because uh obviously there was probably twenty different movies we could pick up and uh maybe next time we'll do nineties, which is another easy, easy kind of genre because we were obviously still into it.
2: Definitely, definitely. Um I'm gonna go off with the uh the one that most people will probably laugh at me. The Exorcist Three. Ah, uh Those people would be wrong. They, they are silly, <laughs> it's a silly movie, but uh it's it just really caught me when I was a kid. It's got a little bit of horror. It's more like a I guess a crime dra- drama than anything else. It's got a lot of action, but it's got some scary-ass scenes in there. Uh, oh, George yeah. G. Scott was great, great in that movie. Uh, everything about yeah. it just really creeped me out a it was lot. A really dark kind of evil tone yeah, to that definitely. movie, too. It was like a, somewhat of a direct sequel to the first one.
0: Yeah, you kind of have to ignore the second one. The second one was a piece of shit. Yeah,
2: exactly. But this one just kind of turned it in a different direction, which I really appreciate. Oh, yeah, I like it a lot. Every time it's on, I watch it. I bought my third copy last week. I almost bought my fourth today at the flea market. I know so. it's one. Of, I've seen movies like
0: that, and I just want to pick yeah, them up for a dollar. Shit, yeah. I don't yeah. want anyone to own it. I, yeah. I, want, I want to have that. copy, You don't deserve too. it, motherfucker. I'll
2: just have <laughs> them out to people on the street. Yeah, like you said yesterday. Here you the next to Three? Here, no? you go. Yeah, here you go.
0: <laughs> You're either gonna hate me or love me later. Exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> the great Brad Dorf
2: man. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, movie too, Man. Yeah. He uh, he was my one of my favorite actors, so I should have even put, picked him before Joaquin Scott. But yeah, he
0: even, was, even he Jason Miller came back uh, for the for that role. Uh, the, That's right. The main uh, That's right. priest from yeah. uh, from the da- Exorcist, Damien Karras Damien Carris. It was very yeah. creepy. So, if, uh, just to give you a little background, if anyone ha- out there hasn't uh, seen Exorcist three, why don't you give us kind of a short little uh, kind of uh,
2: synopsis? It, but... it, it, it's basically just like I said. It's the um, they 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 basically find who they believe to be Damien Carris in yeah. the in the uh, the ward, and the, and he's actually got other things going on inside him, mm-hmm. and. Um, it it just I can't do it really any justice whatsoever. But the the way they turn things around and, and a couple of the scenes and even the descriptions of what was going on was always what got me. A lot of
0: what creeped me out in that movie too were the uh, the old people. Yeah, you know, and Cause because that's how was, it was kind of
2: convict. He was yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. because uh, actually, you know, who was in this movie too? A lot of people who watch uh, Walking Dead was Herschel. Uh, the guy who played Herschel. Did you ever watch Walking Dead long enough to yeah, see yeah, Herschel? Of course, the course. guy on the farm? He was the main doctor, that's right. That's right. The one who uh, he killed himself. Remember, he was practicing his lines yes, at one point yes, smoking yes, cigarettes. Yep, yeah. Yep. And uh, he was the kind of one that uh, told them that this stuff was kind of going on there. Yeah. And uh, so the the person huh. in cell, whatever it was, they thought was uh Carris was actually a serial killer, yeah. and uh he was in uh or the spirit or the uh, demon of a serial killer, right who was using the weak uh old elderly to the, jump into and do his killing for him exactly. and it was creepy killings. remember the uh, remember they were draining the blood and it was the descriptions of every it. Like drop they had to ring every drop yeah. out and uh it was a
2: very deliberate movie, very to the point what everything what they were doing so if even what you weren't seeing you knew what was happening yeah
0: it was a real. it, it almost could be on the lines of kind of like zodiac it was it not only was it a uh, horror movie dealing with demon possession but it had like that mystery movie yeah and how are these uh, murders happening remember they uh they had that great description that george c scott had at the beginning that uh the real uh uh, zodiac killer or whatever they were using as their killer had carved something in the palm of their hands yeah. and these new uh, uh were were actually no it was the opposite the uh that's how they knew it was the uh the same one because it was a released opposite of what yeah. he was actually doing
2: it was released in the paper's opposite and when he said um we told the um, the uh newspapers this so we could catch the real killer Yeah, yeah. cuz so there was they, too many copycats blah yeah. blah
0: it was very clever yeah. man yeah. and do you remember that uh that one old lady when she brought out those big snips. Yeah, yeah, And that woman pulled her out just in yep, time and push, almost you her head snapped her on off. Yeah, yeah. And that whole last, like, 10 minutes, man. Yeah, the, uh, the
2: priest that came in and try to do the exorcism he, that was frying him to the ceiling. And then
0: his head, like, peeled off. Yeah, and, as he's pulling uh, it. Yeah, some really was, uh, juicy, gory. nasty it was nice. horror movies. Yeah, that, it's weird that... Uh, I mean obviously you you're gonna be a sequel to one of the best horror movies, if not the best horror movie ever made. It's going to be difficult to even uh You're
2: gonna get ridiculed probably. You're gonna no get
0: ridiculed a lot. a lot, but man, this was a hardcore great movie, I thought. Yep, definitely Le- Legion, that was the uh, subtitle for yeah, it, I guess, yep. yeah. And it was it was really amazing, and I was surprised that uh, George C. Scott agreed to do it. He usually would uh, do a little bit more hoity-toity type yeah, stuff too. Yeah, almost I mean, he's Patton, beneath him. You know? okay, yeah, of course. And, uh, but he did do that one. Did you see that horror movie? Uh, what was the old ghost story? The, the Changeling. I think I've heard change. of it. I haven't, I haven't seen yeah, that Yeah, I, I saw it, but I didn't think it was that good. But a lot of regular, like, just ghost movies don't do it for me. Right. You know, I mean, every once in a while, I'll see one if they do something clever, like The Others. Do you ever seen The Others with Nicole and Kidman? Nicole Kidman. I saw parts of it, yeah. The, the, do you remember the ending? They, they, they no. It was all about the ending, man. Oh, really? Uh, it was really, really creepy. I won't ruin it for anyone here, but if you're going to uh, watch The Others stayed at the ending because it was worth it that was huh. one of the uh few movies that you were like all right this is all right but that ending was uh was killer enough to make it worth it hmm. so yeah exodus 3 that's a good choice there man all right thank you so my number five i'm gonna go with 1988's hellbound hmm. hellraiser, hellraiser 2. 2 nice i love it man this is one of those movies that once again it's based off a, a classic movie yeah and uh Eric, I remember Eric seeing the first one. We can go and even go back to a little bit of Hellraiser first, because I remember you saw the first one in the theater, and I was at the uh, uh, I was at the Christian school, so I couldn't see it. And Eric came back and gave me like a blow to blow. Uh, but you were deeply affected by that first one.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was one of the first horror movies aside from a Friday the 13th that I had seen. And... and
0: this was, this was like a turn for horror too. There yeah. was nothing like this. This no, it was, was the it was grossest movie. Straight up
2: balls to the wall. Here you yeah. go. It's almost like something the um that would be released from the overseas. You know? Yeah. Their, their market's pretty uh, It's true. It's like,
0: gnarly. uh, this is Clive Barker and, uh, yeah. this is what you're going to get, man. And exactly. And it's really some interesting stuff. But what, uh... And I've met several people that actually like Hellbound Two better. Uh, I do, and and I'm one of them too. I do. I dated a girl once, and she was obsessed with the second one. She'd watch it all the time. And uh, I love, for my money, there's not a more kind of gruesome scene than the doctor putting that guy on the mattress and giving him the razors. Yeah. Because there was, so what's going on is, uh, all the Hellraiser, if you know the Cenobites, you know, you play with the box, the box opens, and they, uh, they'll they take you to hell, and mm-hmm. you'll get to experience, like, uh, pleasures and pain, and everything, mm-hmm. and that was kind of where the Frank character was, and then yep. Frank eventually stole his brother's skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and his uh, bitch of a wife uh, died on the mattress uh, at the very end. She was clutching the box, and she died yep. on the mattress, yep. and it was covered with her blood. And uh, so, what happened for the second one? And it was a very clever way of kind of working that second one in. You had this kind of psychiatrist who was uh, worked at uh, Crazy Insane Asylum, who bought the mattress from somebody, uh, or maybe he, right. he sought it out because he knew the story behind it, and uh, so he. He had all these, they kind of established all these crazy patients and everything. And one of those patients liked to cut himself like insanely. Hmm. Like if he got a knife in his hands, he would just start being like a major cutter on his arms, his legs, his chest, whatever. Right. So they kept all the kind of, keep the knives and forks away from this guy. (laughs) And uh, he intentionally brought the mattress in there, put it in a room and grabbed this guy who's obsessed with cutting himself. To put him on the mattress. Put some hardcore knives on him and then uh, let him cut himself and you're just sitting there and you're watching this guy like insanely cut himself. And then out of nowhere. I mean, that's already horrific enough out of nowhere. Remember her legs come out of the mattress. Oh, and yes. wrap around yeah, yeah. him. Yep. And she literally, that's kind of how she's born. She's birthed right. out of that mattress once again yep. because of all the blood that's soaked Yeah, because they it. have
2: to be reborn from the, the blood.
0: Oh, and it was crazy. <clears throat> then very similar to the special effects on Frank that were really uh, awesome uh, at the... Uh, I don't think they wanted to spend as much money on the second yeah, one. Yeah, like the muscle re- tone and showing everything. Yeah, yeah, on the first one they yeah. went hardcore and they showed several scenes. I think they showed it once or twice in Hellbound, and then they had her put bandages on. Yeah. It's like come yeah. on, man, it's too it's expensive. Too much. Yeah, especially we're, when they were going to do a some. Well, they did some crazy stuff at the end with that doctor. Remember, he was he went through a transformation where he became one of the cenobites. Yeah, he had
2: like the big. Something attached to the back of his. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was like
0: a hand on the back of his head. That's right. That was attached to something yeah. else.
2: And didn't they like break it off or something? It yeah, it was or something. Really he had a. Gr- he, he,
0: he didn't stay a centabyte for long. No,
2: no, that was cool.
0: <laughs> so and it was just like the other one, you know. They open the box and the centabytes come, but this time is you got a lot more because if you watched that first one, the centabytes aren't in it a whole hell of a lot. They're, they're only in it a, a couple times at the beginning, where and you get to see near, Frank, and then at the end, near the end, yeah. Uh, and but you saw fucked up things but a lot of the fucked up things you saw was like that weird bum creature that turned into the uh, oh. the wing creature and <laughs> yep. it was eating like moths and shit yep. or crickets that's what it was yeah because it was crickets in the first one too with yep. the, uh, the old guy in the Mm-hmm. in the uh, pet shop that's right that's what i'm talking about yeah the pet shop guy uh but yeah for that uh this second one they they knew that everyone wanted to see pinhead so they definitely worked him in and all the other ones the chattering guy the, yeah. the girl with the, the things chatter. coming out of her neck yeah uh, i don't know their names i should know the chatter uh, i think
2: was the, the one that with the teeth yeah,
0: yeah yeah i don't know what her name was I she was know. really cool though yeah she was uh those were the three originals but if you are a fan <clears> of any of these <throat> i can't even tell you how far the series is now Mean. They've
2: got at least five. I know they. I don't think Bradley was around for all of them, but I think there's either one that just came out within the last year, year and a half or so. Yeah, there's at least five. of them.
0: I've up. only seen four. I know. I know. I've seen four. I liked Hell on Earth. Hell on Earth was cool. Yeah. I like how he came about with the statue where he where the chains came out and sucked yep. that girl up. Uh, and then you had that C, the guy with the CD in his head. That, yeah, that would call yeah, yeah. He, he would, was actually one of the cooler. Out. He was one of the cooler Cenobites. And then I saw the space one. Was that four? Bloodline? Or, I believe that was four. Man, they might even be like there might six, be six or, or seven of them yeah, man, now that now I think that, about it. Yeah, me too. Uh, because there, there is a shit ton. Yep. But that second one, for my money, if I had to just put one on, uh, sometimes I'll put on number one because I am nostalgic about it and I, I like Andrew Robinson in it. I always said when Andrew Robinson, who is the bad guy from Dirty Harry, uh, I said when he is the, re- the most remotely uh, likable character in this movie, <laughs> you know you got a fucked up movie on your hands. Yeah, exactly. Because he exactly. plays a scumbag and everything. Yeah. And I thought it was great that he became Frank at one point, so it allowed him still play a scumbag at the very end. Right. It's like, I can't get through this, man, without playing a scumbag <laughs> at some point. It's it's in my genes. He's got that creepy face. I wonder what he's doing these days, man. He, he could make shit ton of money if he went to the con circuit, man. Oh, yeah, because definitely. That, for my uh opinion if you if you are in any sort of horror movie in the uh seventies eighties and nineties and everything and you're not going as a guest to these cons because they have specific horror cons man, yeah,
2: some people just don't want to be bothered with yeah
0: but if you if you don't mind meeting the fans and right. because they'll pay for it, man, they of have no uh, money you you will leave uh, making twenty thirty thousand dollars that saying and Ah, uh, most fans are thrilled. You know, they get yeah. to meet you. They get to pr- take a uh, picture. Press the flesh and take exactly. a picture, and uh, they love it, man. Yeah, I'm much more of a fan of taking a picture. I, back in the day, I would have been all about the autographs. You know, I don't have
2: many autographs. Um, yeah. I hate asking people for them.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm much more inclined to get a picture. Yeah, uh, and uh, that at least is something I can show off and be like, "Oh, you met him. You met him. That's pretty neat." Very true. Yeah, Cause you had one with. Uh, did you have one with Heather? Uh,
1: yeah, we with?
2: did. We went to Salem. There was nothing else to do that day. It was pouring rain. Uh, we just was around uh, Halloween. Yeah, it was like uh, the 25th of October or something. We went through a uh, wax museum. Awesome, Doctor Olaf's in uh, Salem, Mass. That does Phenomenal. sound cool, man. We have to take uh, Christina up there when we go. Yeah, you can't take pictures. They really? won't. They only take pictures. In there. But they are they're beautiful. All of all of uh, the things they had. Walk around the corner and there's Linda Blair sitting there in the bed. And we'll shit yourself. They look Dracula. really good. Yeah, they're yeah. right on. They've they, gotten really good they with had, those wax statues. They're like these aliens that were like seven feet tall. Oh man, uh, uh, Nosferatu. But as, you, as soon as we walk out of the back door, yeah, oh, like, that would this, kill me not being able to
0: take pictures in there, man. Why? This, I know. I don't know. It makes no sense.
2: There's like, oh, there's nothing else to do. And as soon as we come out the back door, there she is, and she's by herself. No one's lining up for it. She was the sweetest girl. She's tiny. She's like up to my navel. Was this is Heather? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah She's yeah. like up to my navel. I loved her
0: in uh what, the Gist of Ten of Us that series yeah, that's where right. she, she played yeah. like the, the uh, the, uh the, like the Bible brainy, belt uh the brainy, the brainy Bible uh, yep. belt girl that they tried to corrupt In every episode. <clears> yep. She was great, man. I loved her in all the uh Friday thirteenth. Or Nightmare <clears> Elm. Street Street, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep, definitely. Yeah, Heather Langkamp, man.
0: So yeah, Hellbound, that's my uh that's my number five. So yeah. how about you? What do you what um, do you got for number four?
2: My number four I'm gonna go with um Return of the Living Dead. Ah. Such a uh, this
0: fits this category more than anything mo- for a B horror movie. Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. Uh, just as all the zombie I mean, movies, they're just really over the top, gory. Always someone getting eaten, very slow, slow like. Uh, this is the one where they actually released. Was it the the stuff up in the air, the toxic waste? Yeah, up the toxic the air? waste. Yeah, because this, this one is that. the
0: one where they actually brought comedy for the first yeah, time. Yeah, and it was it was funny as hell. It was it was funny. funny. It was as over the hell. top, gory. Really great actors and actresses. Yes. Yep. This, yep. Um, specifically, uh, Leanna. And uh, Quigley Yeah the, the weirdo biker chick Oh man yeah, She, she had a such a random scene In this movie too The, the, that the made naked no dancing sense. The naked dancing you could, <laughs> you could tell that they were like We need tits and ass in this movie We She's don't like, know how to work it hey, Yeah you know, Right here yeah. yeah. She had no
2: problem And she, she played it pretty well and She
0: made a career out of showing off uh, yeah. Her goods for sure Yeah And uh, as as a ten or uh, Nine or ten year old We were all signed up for it man. <laughs> And that was a weird random scene too It, it so was. And yep. she was
2: She was just out there And she was oh, I think the as she's walking around naked, she's talking about how she would hate to be eaten. Yeah. That was one of her lines, so yep. it was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. And it had
0: a lot of uh had of uh, a good alum of other uh horror movies because you had the uh the black guy that was in the, the biker gang. You know what movie he was from? No. Friday thirteenth, part eight, he was the boxer.
2: Was he really? Yeah,
0: that's where he was from, man. Snowing again. Oh yeah. Snowing up here in Mass.
2: Not much. But. Crazy,
0: but yeah, something.
2: But yeah, it was from Friday Thirteenth <laughs> no Part Eight. Okay. He was the boxer and uh, uh, Ju- Julian Julius. Julius, yep. Yeah.
0: Okay. And then uh, the main guy that released. Uh, remember the two guys that released the toxins. Yeah. Uh, you got one, one was guy. Tommy. One was Tommy Jarvis from, from uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Six, and the other guy was from. Uh, I'll give you a second. Maybe you'll come up with it. It nope. was hilarious. He not was to me. He, t- he brought so much credibility to this movie, too, because he, he really kind of played it funny but he straight. Was, he was very it's, funny. It's uh, the guy from Poltergeist.
2: Especially after he decided to go. Yep.
0: Yeah. Remember, he, uh, he moved the graves. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Gravestones, okay. no, but not right. the graves. Oh, no, I wouldn't have got yeah. that. Yeah, he's really, really great in this movie. Huh. So, yeah, that was kind of what that was centered around. They, yeah. they work at what some. It was like a morgue. Oh, oh, it was yeah. like a, a supply company. I thought it was a too. crematory. Because remember, they had, like, supplies in there. the corner of the closets. Yeah. Yeah. And. Yep, they those dumbasses released the uh the toxins into the air and then it started
2: uh Bring it, raising the dead in the graveyard that was like right next door.
0: I guess it didn't actually happen until they burned the uh the parts though. Remember it didn't Those body like, parts. Yeah, it didn't get outside, but within yeah. it. Remember it had that probably one of the coolest zombies ever was the the really the tar zombie.
1: The that one that kept on talking? Yeah, the one yeah. that kept he kept saying one brains. word,
0: but brains, brains. brains. or they actually
2: at one point he said more brains.
0: More well the brains. other guys uh too, more outside, brains. said more police. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. As man. they're in
2: the uh the, the crematory or whatever, I they mean, kept they kept literally calling for more cops to come so they had oh more food. God. It was great. It was, it was, like was a so funny,
0: man. And you're waiting for Tommy Jarvis and the other guy to turn. Yeah. But now yeah, uh, one of my favorite infected. things was the uh going over next door to the uh the the morgue where the guy from uh Weekend at Bernie's was, remember? Yep. yep. The, uh, the guy that was supposed to uh shoot Bernie at Weekend at Bernie's yeah. and, and couldn't do it. Uh he was he worked at the morgue and he was uh remember they came over there with the bag full of uh it was the Bunny bag parts, full right? of animated zombie yeah, parts yeah. but at first he told them they were uh they were like beavers or something yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he says let, me, let us burn them we're not going to burn bea- beavers and then they realized that the ruse isn't going to work so they actually have to show uh, the guy what they are and then it attacks him and then mm-hmm. he's kind of on board with this but then yep. they decide to throw him into the uh, incinerator and that's the worst decision they made because it uh, kind of uh,
2: helps the process.
0: Yep. Everything outside in the graveyards came to life. And yep. you're, you're really following like the, uh, the group of like punk bikers. Yeah, Delano Quigley. At one point, she gets her clothes back, but <laughs> she didn't. She took her time. <laughs> she did take her time. She, she well, her even time. when she became a zombie later on, yeah. and then she went topless again. Oh uh, yeah, yep. <laughs> she was That's a creepy right. looking zombie, man. She definitely yeah. was. They this work. had they some really, really memorable uh, parts to it too. Yeah. If you're if you're into that, like complete camp, but also some great special effects, good nudity, good just uh, good fun, man. It's one of those movies that a lot of times I'll put on and I'll mute it and I'll play music in the background. <laughs> I'll play some like Iron Maiden in the background yep. and I'll just. Play that music. It goes to anything. Yeah. Well, yeah, when you when you know a movie well enough exactly. that you can just have it in the background and see the images, it's nothing's better than me, man. No, yeah, that was that was right up there. I'm not sure what year that was, but uh, I believe it was eighty mid- five. Eighty five. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that was ripe, man. Starting around eighty five, because I'm looking at my list here, and every one of my movies is from nineteen eighty seven or nineteen eighty eight. No kidding. Yeah, it's very huh. weird. So that must have been, and that was totally our heyday, man. when yeah. We were watching movies and loving it. and That's mm-hmm. probably why I uh, like them so much. So we might as well go right into the my next movie here, which was a huge, uh, big part of our uh, childhood was uh, Pumpkinhead. Ah, uh, Lance Henderson, Pumpkinhead man, and that's one of those movies that you still you find a lot of people have never heard of it, mm-hmm. and uh, and they have sequels. They too. do have sequels. They weren't very good, at, but at they least two. Is there a third uh,
2: one? No, there's four. Really? There's four. Yeah, wow. because I think Lance Henderson came back for at least one of them. And Harley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one yeah. This favorites. was a classic. And this was directed
0: by Stan Winston, of all people. Mm-hmm. He's a, usually a special effects guy. Exactly. A, did a lot special, of special effects, effects for
2: Aliens? Yeah, yeah.
0: Aliens, yep. And he uh, uh, learned from Dick Smith, who's another great special effects artist. All these guys are kind of mentored by each other. And he died really young, Stan Winston. And I think mm-hmm. he only directed one movie, maybe another one, but this was probably his most popular one. Yeah. It was a very gothic horror movie, too, yep. you know? And they, it kind of send it around like anyone that has been wronged. You can uh, you can go to this you, witch. You can and, get what's uh, right done. Yep, and she can conjure up with a little uh, help from. Uh, there was a lot of rules to this though. Yeah. But she could basically conjure up this creature that would go out and uh, kill all the people that you want revenge on for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Right. So at the very beginning of the movie, in a really sad kind of yeah. uh, opening, yeah. where uh, because you got to know uh, Lance the, the son, Lance Henriksen, and, and the dog. they had some really great moments really together, yeah. and then these kind of punk kids show up with their dirt bikes and lance takes off to get some other stuff uh from the market and uh while they're gone these assholes hit their hit his little kid uh with their motorcycle and uh all but one of them ride off man because one of them had been drinking and he was worried about he would uh fry for it yeah yeah yeah.
2: and that one kid was noble enough to stick around let him know what happened it didn't help him at all no (laughs) he had that evil look Yeah. yeah Yeah, so Lance came
0: back, and he was so distraught, his whole life was turned around, and it was very similar to the way of, like, Pet Cemetery, you know, yeah. where you should have just left well enough alone, but exactly. there was a uh, kind of
2: rumor around that if uh, if you had, somebody had been wrong, there was yep. a way to make it he right. went to that hillbilly family and talked to the kid and yep. told them where to find all that great stuff, and yep. yeah. And then
0: uh, there was the rule, So he showed up at the witch's house, and the witch was like, "You know, everyone's got to go and uh, dig him up." So she kind of told him where he could find uh, uh, Pumpkinhead's body. He dug him up. He brought him back, and he brought him back, and he was like, kind of like a almost like a baby. Yeah, and uh, like, they took like some they of uh, to being a, a baby. Yep. yeah, and they took some of Lance's blood, and they kind of poured it over the. Uh, uh, pumpkin head body, and you got
2: to see him kind of
0: go from a baby to an adult right in front
2: of your yep. eyes. And then they had this bond, he and uh Lance. Yep. They had this bond that he could almost feel the pain, and they were tied. And tied they, at some point you
0: realize that that one was becoming the other. The pumpkin yeah. head was gradually becoming Ed Harley, and Ed Harley was becoming pumpkin head. Yep. And you realize onto it is that is what goes on when this is when this happens. So whoever. This pumpkin head is we're seeing killing all these people. It was the exact person that kind of uh, resurrected him the last time. Mm-hmm. Which, in, in my mind, that would have been an, an awesome prequel to yeah. see, you know, and lead right Certainly. up to uh, to what it had happened. Hey, yeah. it's an idea, man. You, yeah, take it, and run with it. If you listen, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about it. But you got to see some great like death scenes and stuff
2: like that. The thing was giant. It was huge. Like it was the huge, size, it was a size of uh, like you know the the house basically. It opened the it open the door and it'd be higher than the door and. The giant hands just grabbing people. In the the l- part where we brought the girl up in the, uh, the oh yeah tree, the tree, just yeah. dropped her, snapped her back, or where her head like outside the window, yeah, just pressing her head up against um, it. We carved the oh the, yeah
0: the cross, the cross, of the cross on the guy's head, and it had a great lighting scheme. Remember, it had like yeah. a blue white kind was of
2: light, lightning every time he came through, basically yeah. too, which was, was really, really creepy, good. man, because awesome they kind movie.
0: of it's established it really well at the beginning because you got to see him like from like fifty years ago, uh, getting the last g- person, getting somebody. Uh, so you kind of—that's of, how
2: uh, I think it was Ed who was remembering this. That's Ed right. Harley it was re- it was yeah. young
0: Ed uh, Harley remembering when his uh, when somebody showed up at their front door wanting yeah, they uh, come in. wanted sanctuary and they wouldn't let him in. They're like, "Yep, yeah. you're just gonna have to let it play its course out." And it's a great movie, man. Awesome. Really, really fantastic one. Highly underrated. Yep. So if you find it out there. Well, good luck to you because it's hard to find on DVD, anyways. Mm-hmm. But if you do snatch it up, because absolutely, uh, I can highly certain um, certain movies on this list, you're either gonna love it or you're gonna hate it. But I'd be surprised if you didn't. If you're a horror fan, you don't like Pumpkinhead because mm-hmm. it, it holds up big time. Definitely. All right, man. So what do you got there for your uh, next one?
2: Uh, I think I'm gonna go with um, 1989 Shocker. That's the, Shocker, yeah, probably well, the latest yeah. one on my list. First
0: then. time I ever saw this was with you for sure.
2: Uh, yep, I saw it in the movie theater. Yep. Uh, We went. I I was psyched because they actually had a couple good songs. It was um, um, Megadeth.
0: Oh, nice! Yeah, uh, he did have a Megadeth song in there. Wasn't Paranoid, was it? No, No, that wasn't. No more Mister Nice Guy. No more Mister Nice. Guy That was Horace
2: Pinker, right? Yep. He was the main guy. That was his um his like theme song on the commercials. Yeah, I don't remember that
0: act Pageli. Uh, Mitch like Mitch, Mitch, Pelleggi, uh, Mitch Pelleggi.
2: Pelleggi from X-Files. Yep. He was an next door neighbor in uh, that 70s show. He was yep. awesome in that. Uh, I right. liked him in everything I've ever seen him in. He's he's funny. He yeah, was, he's really good. And he, he was and he, good in
0: this. And he's kind of, uh, I don't know if he's just thinned down or something, but at the time when Shocker came out, he, he was, was massive. He was Musco, yeah. He was huge, well, he was
2: also yeah. in, a, um, in with a bunch of smaller people, I think, too. That's true, that's true. You had,
0: what's his name, who played the main guy? I can't, he became a director.
2: He was in, I don't remember his name, but he was in like Copland. He was Joy Randone.
0: He uh, directed The Kingdom. I know he directed. Did he the really? Kingdom. Yep. No kidding. Really good Did movie. He's done a couple movies and he was really yep. good in. Uh, but yeah, tell us a little bit the kind
2: of the. W- so the, 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 gimmick perm, the premise it. of Shocker was a there was a real scumbag. Uh, he was killing people. He was a serial killer, and they finally got him, and they fried him. And he was into uh, all sorts of uh, juju stuff, and he brought himself back through electricity, and he was able to go from one one body to another. Um, through through the electricity basically. He could either touch you and get like the static shock or kiss you or whatever. And he'd use that body up the best he could and then he'd go to the next one. And it, it had some really, really fun parts to it. Oh, yeah, I, I loved watching the theater. It was it was a funny movie. And this was uh, it was Wes Craven.
0: Yeah, Wes Craven. Yeah, yep. That should definitely be said. Yeah, <laughs> because it was one of his, uh, one of his more obscure ones yeah. too. That it, I don't know what happened. Maybe there was just so many great movies at that time that uh, that a lot of them fell through the cracks. Because I think this was eighty eight or eighty nine. Eighty nine. The two. Yeah, eighty nine. Yep. And so that that time period, man. And uh, it was one of the first times, and they've done this so many times in movies since. Is where. Uh, he can jump into other people's bodies. Right. So right. it allows... I mean, it's it, it kind of sucks if you're wanting to see uh, uh, Mitch do the killings.
2: If you want to see Jason all the way through, uh, <laughs> go, Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah,
0: if you like this concept, Jason Goes to Hell might appeal to you. But that's even the worst because you you had eight movies to love yeah, that guy. Yeah, you, you had
2: the main character you were going to see.
0: Yeah. But uh, it, it was interesting because you didn't know who he jumped into, like when he jumped exactly. into that cop. and the he, I. That cop was creepy anyway, so it was... Uh, the the uh, detective? Yeah, the de- that was his father. Yeah. That was his
2: father, or stepfather, the main character. He went
0: into that kid's body, and that's where it kind of went kind of funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. When he was at the playground, yeah, jumped he jumped into a kid's body. No matter
2: who he went into, he still had his limp for where he got shot yeah, in the leg. That, yeah, right, that's so, right. So you see the little girl, this little like 10-year-old girl walking with a limp, like, grunting like he would. It was, it was pretty funny. Her
0: on the bulldozer, man. Yeah, she's <laughs> trying to drive
2: the bulldozer around. Uh, yeah. So yeah.
0: it's like nonstop. This guy won't stop trying to kill this kid. Yep. And then he realizes The, the he part can, in the uh, park
2: where it's basically just going one, yep, one, just, yep. uh, one person to another basically. That was probably the best scene in my, yeah, it uh, my opinion. Yeah, definitely. was.
0: And then even at, uh, well at the end too when he was jumping through the TVs. Yeah, that he, was good. I
2: can't remember how did he
0: even uh that concept where he actually got was able to get into the TV.
2: It was through the electricity because because he had something right. in the beginning where um when they walked into his cell in his cell he was doing something that's like right. like doing like I said voodoo juju thing and he was talking on the TV and it it went into him. I don't know what the hell he did, but it was just you, know, you don't have to understand it. Oh man. <laughs> I need to. I don't own Shocker. I need to. You had it at your shop, but it was like a combo pack with
0: virus, and I hate virus. Man. Yeah. And it kind of now I'm kind of wishing I had just bought it and uh, just watched it for Shocker. And exactly. It yeah, yeah, pull yeah. it, pull yeah. it aside for me, man. Yeah, yeah. I will, I will. You got it. Because <laughs> I love the Shocker, man. And uh, every once in a while you'll see it on its own on a DVD, but not very often, man. Uh
2: horror. Good horror doesn't come in anymore. The stuff I've been getting is really new, of the stu- new yeah. stuff. And if you like, don't
0: like, grab it, somebody else will. Yeah, you know? exactly. That exactly. that would be my I, I'll often think that if, like uh if i worked at any of these uh like your place or any of these places man they would be uh hard pressed to keep a lot of the dvds that were rare in there on the shelf because it's, i would snatch them man. it's pretty rough
2: having uh, first pick to yeah own. yeah i know
0: that's the fringe benefit man of <laughs> yeah. being able to do that so shocker <laughs> a great one man nice. all right so nine number three and this is a fabulous one man and uh pro- my favorite of the series and it's nightmare and elm street three the dream, dream warriors, warriors yeah. man Love the Dream Warriors, man. And I had mentioned this to Eric earlier. Uh, if you're a Friday the 13th fan, number four has is like the... Uh, everything. It's accumulated to everything you want in a Friday the 13th movie. Yep. Yep. It had nudity, it had great deaths, it had uh, actors that actually could act that yep. went on to yeah. do other oh, stuff. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And uh, if I had to recommend any Friday the 13th to somebody, I mean, one, if you, if you really want to... Uh, uh, start from the beginning, but if you want to see a just flat out Jason movie, uh, four. Uh, four is the one, man. And for me, Nightmare on Elm Street three is that one, one hundred percent behind you, know, you. because it had great actors. You had Lawrence Fishburne, you had uh, Patricia Arquette uh, was the main girl. You yeah, had Heather hard. Ladenkamp Camp came back. Yep. Uh, I'm sure there's a couple big other big stars in there too. But uh, this is when they really two was kind of a downer, you know. But, it was
2: again one of those movies yeah. where the main guy that you want to see it's actually almost going into another body yeah you so two was kind of... Eh. And they
0: got a little weird. They got a little like uh, Freddy's Nightmares on yeah. there, uh, the series. And it yeah. kind of had that kind of same element of uh, some weird stuff going on. One was so it great. Kinda t- one was awesome, man. Yeah, but and, three
2: had everything. Yeah. Yeah. It
0: really kind of brought the series back. It, it would not have gone on to do uh, four, five, and six, and even longer than that, if, it, if they had kept with the same kind of style as number two. No. They realized Freddy's the star, Freddy should be in everything, and they... I mean, you could just talk one cool death after another. Yeah. I'm assuming people out there have seen Freddy Krueger and don't need an origin story. So, uh, <laughs> but some of the deaths that were like impressive to me and that I think of often with number three, one of them, the main one is the veins one, man. The,
2: the uh, mannequin. Yep. where he took that kid and cut his veins right out of his out it of his arms and like so legs.
0: good too. Yeah, I watched it yeah. recently and it
2: really holds up, yep. man. And but then, the idea that you get to see it, but
0: then you get to see him in a separate shot where there's no effect and it's just right. him walking yeah. down the hallway.
2: The the scene where she's actually watching him go up yep. and she looks up and it's basically uh, you could see Freddie in yep. the background. I guess the marionette, exactly, like the, the, did, so, kind exactly. Of like the puppet so master. yeah cool. Yeah. Yep. And it, really the
0: symbolism <laughs> with that, like you are you are in once you're in the dream, you are mine. I control mm. you, I can yeah, make you bitch. do whatever you want. Exactly. And that was kind of the always the big thing behind Freddie too. And uh another one where he picked that girl up who was falling asleep. Uh,
2: uh the um, one was the one with the T V. She was yeah, she was putting the, like the cigarette yeah. butts on her. Yep. And yeah. she says, Prime
0: time, bitch. Yeah. And just Put Her head right through, Hold the television. right through the television, but it was his kind of transformation out of the top of the TV. Yep. His head just kind of slid out and yeah. it looked awesome, man. Yep. Uh, as a certainly as a probably nine year old kid, one of my favorite scenes was the nurse when uh, uh, oh, the, she the, stuck the, her the, tongues, yeah, because uh, yeah. she uh, first she had gotten naked, it was the, the good nude scene in the movie and she looked amazing, mm-hmm. but she uh, took the kid who went on to number four, too, the kid who couldn't speak. Yep. uh joey joey and then spit at her uh you could tell it was Freddie. you didn't know it was Freddie at first until they started french kissing and then yeah. they pulled back and she's you got this huge tongue between them yep. and then uh she spits these tongues at joey's arms and like he wraps them to the, uh, to the ankles too wraps right. his ankles and then the floor and the bed comes out from underneath him it's mm-hmm. basically got hell coming uh, from uh down underneath, below man yeah just creepy man how uh uh you you ha- could do nothing no. But those are two of the more horrific ones. There there are two that were kind of more fun, was the kid who uh, was really cool, was these kids that were Had being taught by Heather Ladenkepp that they really could do what they Control their want. own
2: dreams if they wanted to.
0: So you got the one kid who became like a wizard, wizard. in yeah. his dream, and then yeah. you got the other kid who's super strong. Uh, Or then you got the girl that's a badass. And she has, yeah. She uh, has like the um, little. uh,
2: Oh, she was the drug dealer. Uh, The the junkie. Yeah. And she was also from
0: another fabulous uh, 80s one. She's from uh, Bad Dreams. It's the main girl from Bad Dreams. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And had a great death scene where Freddie had the syringes for fingers. Yep. Let's get high. Yeah. Uh, Or was it another line that he said? It was right around there. Yeah. I think (laughs) that's what it was. And knocked her out and. That basically it was taking everyone out, and then remember Johnny Even John Saxton came back for this one. Yeah, her father. I always loved John Saxton, man. Ever since uh, Black Christmas, he was in Black Christmas as the, yeah, uh, the, the original. cop in
2: there. Yeah, yep. really
0: cool. They remade well, that.
2: Yeah, they. Oh, I didn't they know they didn't remade. do a bad job either. Really, it was good. It was pretty good. Huh. Yeah, um, he was also in one of my favorites, Enter the Dragon. Oh, so, yeah, nothing to do with horror, and he was a badass in he End was the so good too, in that movie that yeah, yeah. you
0: can't believe that it's, it's a classic example of you see somebody when they're older and they're always playing cops or dads yeah. and everything and then but, you suddenly see what they were when they were younger and he's like wait he was the badass on the yeah, island
2: Yeah, <laughs> but he still had that badass uh, yeah. sense to him when he was the cop in Nightmare on Elm Street he still thought he was kind man of a going badass. back to Black he, Christmas man one of those uh, creepiest
0: images that girl in the window and the, yeah, oh, yeah and they're like pulling back and no one knows she's up I there know, man I and, know uh, it was really creepy. That's, you said the second
2: one was good, huh? I didn't. I didn't dislike it. I didn't. It I would. I would give it a try, man. And I, they actually gave you story with this one rather than giving you absolutely nothing. With I'm starting
0: with to this realize thing. that I've avoided a lot of remakes because just I'm like I got that kind of give like, him a try that arrogant thing. Well, I, I got turned off. I was telling Eric earlier. I got turned off by the. Uh, the texas chainsaw massacre and one with jessica biel, uh, with su- jessica yeah, biel, biel she sucked man. she she killed that and movie. i saw it in the theater and i was like why am i watching this I it kind had of,
2: good gore and all that it, it just wasn't what it should have just been. bought and the uh,
0: friday 13th remake so i'm gonna give that a shot and i love it I, i'll definitely uh eric knows my horror taste so if i ask him and he tells me it's good i'll watch it for sure because uh, i mean we grew up loving this shit and we know what each other likes. <laughs> I'm about to get into the Hatchet series. Awesome. Uh, Adam Green. Adam Green, man, uh, who uh who actually did a movie that I absolutely loved, uh, Frozen. Frozen. Frozen Lo- yeah. me and my girl came across that accidentally. My girl is a sucker. My girl doesn't like a lot of movies, but she is a sucker for horror movies yeah. or like weird comedies.
2: Janet did not uh, like that scene on the, with the uh, bar, with the bar. With uh when they uh, put their head down on the oh, bar, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah, chair yeah. left in the ski. They're uh, they're the wolves, uh, man. Or his wolves, jump yeah. off there. Yeah, I kind of
0: like it's even. I even after watching it for the first, I bought it for Matt for Christmas one day. And we're I'm, talking I, about a ski lift, by the way. Yeah, you. yeah. Sorry, we're just t- <laughs> randomly talking about a movie no one knows about. Exactly. And it, it is not the one with Elsa in the singing. No, <laughs> it is. We not We should have told them. Aaron Green did Frozen. Holy crap! <laughs> there was no Olaf in this movie for sure. No, no, no Olaf. <laughs> it was it was disturbing, man. Uh, but yep. you said Hatchet was a. Yeah, it's got four movies
2: too, and a, and yeah. a huge following. A ton of good people. And in Kane it, uh, was in it. Wasn't uh, Kane Hodder? it played the the killer, he, right? He's the killer and the father of the killer. Oh, he got the play himself in it yeah, too. Oh, that's yeah that's awesome. Uh in and, and it was just that movie is phenomenal. I can't speak enough about Hatchet. The sequels are fun and it's got a lot of people in it. It's yeah. got a lot of good like uh Candyman. I mean Candyman's Candyman and man. he's hysterical.
0: One of my favorite guys, uh BQ from Impractical Jokers is on that uh that fourth one that uh Victor Crawley.
2: I no, told you he was the yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the funny one. yep that, uh, the one on the airplane.
0: Yeah. Really, really good. So yeah. I'm I'm excited to watch it. I bought Hatchet two, and now I'm gonna have to order Hatchet one. They don't seem to be easy movies
2: to come by. They were probably very limited run. That's why. Really, I don't. I've never seen number three. This in, dude in the I, wild. The yeah. reason I know about this this guy is he's actually from Halls to Mass, which is about a 45 minute ride yeah. north of us. So and he's um, probably he's similar local. in age too. So we probably yeah, he's, grew he's, up he's a little bit younger lot than us. I stuff. think. Yeah.
0: Awesome. So I definitely gotta check that out. Which movie were we on? We went off on a tangent there. Oh Nightmare on Elm uh, Street 3. Yep. So yeah, that was my uh my number three. So what you got there, Eric, for your number so two. So I think
2: I'm on number two. I've got a nineteen eighty five Stephen King Silver Bullet.
0: Oh man. This is a fantastic movie. I hate one putting right anything
2: there. Stephen King B, but it's just one of those not quite a Main Street movie. Uh it's it's great. It's a great movie, great werewolf movie. Based on the uh the short like uh
0: it was almost like it wasn't quite a net graphic novel, even though it had some pictures in it. But it was like this ninety-page uh, kind of book called "Cycle of the Werewolf." That's where it would kind of originate. Yeah, it from. actually, yeah, I remember seeing that yep. in the credits. But it had one of those actors that was pivotal to the '80s in it. A uh, couple yeah. of them, actually. Uh, Gary Busey and yep. Corey Haim. Yep, those two guys ruled the '80s. Yeah, and, uh, definitely. They were amazing in this. So tell us a little bit about that.
2: So basically, it's just your uh, typical werewolf movie. There's a small town and uh, werewolf going around chopping people to shreds and and going nuts um kid the kid in the movie the main character is Corey Haim. he's in a little wheelchair just enjoying life until people around him start start uh croaking yeah
0: and he's got the coolest uncle in the world coolest uncle who's, uh <laughs> he's he's pretty uh, lit. i'll bring you he's like lit uh, around him the, half the time i'll bring you automated uh like wheelchairs and fireworks yeah 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 <laughs> how exactly are you not the best needs. uncle in the exactly world
2: exactly <laughs> what those kids need and then um uh,
0: yeah, so you w- w- what I love a lot too is the uh our buddy who played the uh the priest who turned out to be the werewolf man. Our yeah. guy from uh People Under the Stairs. Um, if we're doing a 90s one. People Under the Stairs is going to be on one of our yep, lists for al- sure. Also man. from Heartbreak Ridge. Yeah, and Twin Peaks. Yeah, Heartbreak yeah. Ridge is another one. He yeah. Twin Peaks, he was amazing. Everett McGill, I think his name is. Yeah, yeah I I believe- Everett McGill. Yeah, that sounds right. Really good big guy, really big guy. Yep. And uh, one of the best reveals ever, because you, at one point you realize the uh, remember when he's lighting off those fireworks? Yeah, yeah. He's
2: sitting in the uh, the bridge. He's on the uh, like the, right up by the um, the uh, wood covered bridge. Absolutely. And he uh, he he actually just comes right towards him. He just out of nowhere he comes towards him, and uh, he's in werewolf form, and he turns around with that huge ass bottle rock and just yep. lights it right into his eye oh man right into his eye and pretty good werewolf pretty good special it's effects a on the really werewolf.
0: great concept too because then as a viewer you realize well if you find the guy with one eye you found exactly. the werewolf
2: so his sister goes off and she's um collecting, she's collecting cans, cans yeah. for a, a bottle drive and yeah. she's going around trying to uh you know find out who it is and she's going to everyone in the town and finally she walks up to the the reverence house and yeah, they're inside and as they go by, as she's walking by, they pan across his face and you see oh, the eye man. patch like such son a, of a bitch. Great you put reveal it on the too. priest.
0: Yeah. Like literally for about a minute and a half, it's only on. You thought they're doing like an artistic choice by just yeah. showing half his face and, yeah. and yeah. her in the background. Yeah. But then when they pan and you see that he has that bandage on his eye, yep. you're like, Oh my god. Yeah. Remember the crazy dream he had?
2: Uh, yeah, he's in the church. That's where they blew their wad on special effects on this That was so cool. He's (laughs) in the church and everyone starts turning into whales. I wonder if they tried to talk
0: him out of that just because it would have probably saved them a million dollars not doing that scene. Oh, right, Because they
2: they turned everyone in that whole free church. They turned everybody. And they had people who were, like, just uh, turning it, you know, Doing the uh, the the change at the metamorphosis as they're talking, it was oh, it was creepy. They, man. they did a good job. The,
0: the scene where the woman, even the woman at the uh, piano, remember she starts yeah, pounding, pounding on at the it. camera, yeah, on the uh, uh, piano. The really piano, really, really that, cool, that was man. a great scene. Yeah. But
2: one of my favorite parts of that movie was um, as he corners the kid. That that was the bridge scene, not yeah. the other scene. Yeah, the covered he, bridge scene. Yeah, yeah the, the covered bridge. About, yeah. So as he as he's approaching the kid, he's on his, and the kid's just hanging out, you know, trying to go home. And he approaches him in the car, and he he basically is trying to kill the kid now. And he just has that one line, and he's just, you see, you meddling little shit! Yeah. <laughs> and it's just the way he pops right there. It's great. Oh, man. Great line.
0: And it was, it, when you really think about it, the conundrum being the priest, you know? I mean, you're, like, the holiest of person doing, like, the worst, and worst he, thing. He, he says that, too. Yeah, he knew it every They wrote a,
2: a letter to him that says, why don't you just
0: that's kill right. yourself?
2: We know who you are.
0: I mean, that shows you how strong self-preservation is, you know? Because <laughs> you know in every way that you probably should kill yourself. But then again, as a priest, you believe that that if you're going to go straight to hell for it, so maybe having someone else do it. You know, in that end sequence, man, one of the best. Uh, yep. I think Fright Night probably has the best re-generating <laughs> like back-to-normal scene, you know, yeah. with uh, with Evil Ed. But this is right up there, the way they suck this hair back in. Yep,
2: yep. Well, the whole scene, too, because at the end of the movie, they're in this room, and and he's uh, the uncle still doesn't believe uh, him and his sister. Yeah, at that some they, point,
0: they t- they tell him, hey, yeah. there's a werewolf. And then
2: they go and get the silver bullet yep. made, and they have him do it, and he's, he's, he doesn't believe it. And he finally takes the uh, rod out of the gun because he just can't believe it anymore. So, everyone's those,
0: screaming at the camera. Oh at, yeah, at I, we
2: watched it like a month ago And I'm, I'm yelling at him Still after seeing the movie But 50 the damn times. belt Back in the gun Yeah, so then finally he's like Oh, you know, you guys are full of shit It's 2 o'clock And I'm I'm ready to go to I sleep I feel
0: like a horse's ass yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, yep He takes the bullet out And then, then he comes through He comes through that door And boom Yep
0: They nail him And that friggin' bullet boom. Flies out of his hand And yep. goes right into the grate And ugh uh, yeah. Remember he's gotta stick his hand in Trying to like The fingertips Trying to grab the whole thing Very tense, man Yeah, very, very tense.
2: tense And then you like you said The, the metamorphosis back where Yeah Really good, man. Movie. And they
0: just It was just reverse photography, I'm sure, where they just yeah. sucked it back in, but it was super effective, man. Yeah. And I had one of those great, probably one of my favorite last-second jumps, too, yeah. that they kind of make reference to in the end of uh, uh, Scream. Scream, which we you just know, watched. We just watched yep. some, and, uh, where he reaches up with his hands, and one last scream, and then uh, yep. shoots him in the other eye. Yeah. Yeah, goes down and awesome movie. really fantastic one of the
2: movie. best werewolf movies i think i've ever seen it really is uh, one american of the best american werewolf is and, gr- it, obviously great
0: once again it kept that tone where it wasn't directly uh uh Stephen king wasn't the producer or the director on it but they got that new england feel to it mm-hmm. you know where when they're uh, even when they're at like kind of the center of town and remember uh, they're when they kind of Play a trick on the sister and everything. Yeah, Rome. they
2: drop the sister. Uh, they drop the snake on the sister. Yeah, yeah. They, even that tree. kind
0: of like subtle stuff is yep. like stuff you would do at that age and everything.
2: Yeah. It just seemed very real, very innocent, as much as it could be. Uh, the scene we walks the girl home, and her father's oh, the yeah. the drunk. He's talking about the curple. He's going to get money off of somehow. You know, you know, uh, uh, Social Security, whatever. So he goes out and he hears all the noise out in the shed, and, and he comes up out of the, the shed and oh, yeah. just pulls him down, and the, the piece of wood from the shed and the floor goes right through his chest. Wasn't he watching wrestling? Inside? Yes, he was. I yeah. think he was watching um, uh, the old Von Erich wrestling, actually That's uh, the I W C C W Vaughn bon wow. Ericson, Rick Flair, the f- fabulous Freebirds. Oh
0: man, that's awesome! <laughs> now, all the character actors in that movie were great. Like all the guys at the bar. Yep. Uh, you had like the guy, one of the, the dad from Life Goes On was in there, and then you had uh, the the bartender with the bat was uh, the guy from yeah. Reservoir Dogs. He was the main e- guy. Yeah.
2: um... um Damn, i can't remember is it his name no, no. it no. looks like him though he does I know look he talking like him but yeah. The, yeah he was the main guy who sent them all out yep and then uh the bald guy
0: yep. uh that son got killed yep. and everything he was a that classic was, that was uh, a character rough scene too. yeah and you, you the scene where they're all drunk going out uh in the woods looking for him yeah so, and it
2: starts taking a couple of i dogs. think one of them says is, like he just peed his pants yeah, up yeah, up yeah, yeah i yeah. can't move i can't move and the mist is the down below you see this arm coming up a good part with the, uh, oh, yeah. the baseball bat. That Raises was, that, that was hand. Yeah. Fantastic movie, he man. just The guy's just beating on him with the baseball bat and all of a sudden you see the baseball bat in the werewolf's hand. Now he's beating on the guy. It was great. Oh, with The Peacemaker. The
0: Peacemaker. That's yeah. right, man. Really, really cool elements to this. Yeah, definitely. Good pick, great. man. Thank you. All right, so my number two here, and this was a movie that I know was remade and it wasn't remade into a good movie either, uh, was 1987's The Stepfather. This was yeah. one that I always gravitated yeah. to and I really loved because unlike a lot of these horror movies, you know, there's not a lot of gore in it. You know, it was more about a single kind of sadistic fucker here. Yeah. Uh, Played brilliantly by Terry O'Quinn. I know a lot of people are like, oh, the guy from Lost. And I I tell you, I'm proud to be able to say that I've watched Terry O'Quinn when he was uh, super young and the stepfather and like the Rocketeer Mm. and stuff like that where he did early when he he had somewhat hair. Uh, (laughs) Because then he got kind of famous like over-the-top famous with Lost where he couldn't even walk down the street without getting recognized. And this was a very simple kind of story, but and it started right off with it too, where you realize that this guy was really looking for the perfect family and he would start a family and when he realized it wasn't the perfect family that he all he dreamt about he would kill them off but before he did that he would set up a life looking different uh in another side of town or another city uh uh he would physically change himself he yeah. would he would put mustaches on or
2: he would take hair, in the hair beginning pieces of, on. in and, the beginning of the f- uh, the 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 movie, wasn't he uh, shaving? Wasn't he shaving his hair? Yeah, that's yeah. when you saw him do it because
0: yeah. when we first saw him he had curly hair and a beard. Yeah, and yeah. And you got to see him basically murder the... The murders already happen when it starts. So you yeah. see him like... Uh, cleaning up. You see him cleaning up, covered with blood. He yeah. washes himself. And then when he's coming out down the stairs, you realize that not only had he slaughtered uh, like his, his wife, wife, but he, he slaughtered these little kids. Yeah, And then he would move on to a different family. and
2: He just walked out whistling, didn't
0: he? Yep. He would do that Camp Town races. That's in Remember in song, number two, yeah. that's what uh, kind of... Uh, you got the found him up. Remember number two had Meg Forster and, oh, uh, and yeah, Jonathan Brandes. I all about that movie. I think great, I've seen it once. The great I'm... Jonathan Brandes who died too early. Was... He was from Ladybugs. You know Jonathan Brandes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he uh, committed suicide. Yeah, no, not he was Really, that. He was really young. Um, himself. Never Ending Story. Never Ending Story 2. Yep. He was really good did in that Did not know too. that. He was on Sequest also. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was I on. Loved on him, man. He was a really good actor. Yeah, wow. I did not know that. Yeah, said. and uh, I loved Stepfather 2. Not as much as 1, but number 2 was really good. Yeah. So basically, you're you're seeing him do this to this family, and then you're kind of uh, you get introduced to this other family he has, who are gr- great, but you got the uh, the willful teenage daughter that just doesn't kind of believe what he says or does, and doesn't want to buy into this whole family mm-hmm. kind of dynamic. Which watching it, you soon realize, oh my God, it's she's, not she's giving screwed. Him, <laughs> yep, not giving him the family he wants. You know how she's gonna end this too. But she uh, had a great scene, man. One of my favorite scenes was. Uh, where uh, her psychiatrist uh, posed oh, as yes. a, uh, a potential buyer because he was a real, was a real, real estate guy agent. yeah, And he showed up at the uh, thing, and he didn't quite know who this guy was, but he, he knew enough that he was he was asking questions that yeah. he might be on to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he kills him right right there. Kills with a two-by-four. Kills him with a two-by-four and then wraps his body up in paper that was on the ground and then uh, dumps his body over a cliff, man. Yep. And then... Uh, all balls to the wall comes up and tells his daughter, Oh, he had a car accident and everything, and uh, I'm sorry, he's dead now. Yeah. Uh, but during this whole thing, remember uh, the guy that was searching for him because he—it uh, was like the—he
2: followed him. He was the one of the—he was
0: the uh, no, he was the brother. Remember that's of right, one that's of the right. former victims, yep, yep. and he was searching for him. Mm-hmm. That was my only problem with this movie. When he finally came up to him and everything, he didn't have gun in hand, man, no, and he, he, he got wasn't the ready. best of him. Yeah, he wasn't ready. Remember, he even pointed out, "Oh, you got some blood there." Mm-hmm. Uh, like that wouldn't have—you uh, you think this guy's a killer? Obviously, he's done yeah. something horrible. Mm-hmm. Also, some of my best stuff is when. Uh, Remember they're having a party, and uh, Terry O'Quinn goes in the basement and he has one of his fits Yeah, yeah. And she, he, he doesn't realize she's in the room. Yeah, and turns like, around really quick and sees and, her. And she's there, and he just yeah. tries to hide it. Oh, sweetie, what's going on? And yeah. uh, not realizing that she's saw his like fanatical because he would go off. Yeah, like,
2: he just had what he do? beating on the. He bench started beating something? on things and he'd be screaming yeah. at himself
0: yep. and saying like, uh, "Daddy's supposed to be doing this mm-hmm. and that," and he was just he was psychotic. Mm-hmm. And then it uh, it all kind of came down to the end with uh. A nude scene that I always thought was weird—that in the movie—but I had no problem with it. Clearly, where she kind of goes up and gets into the shower, and they, uh, she has her whole little nude scene in. And then uh, Terry O'Quinn is downstairs, and you can, uh, as she's getting out of the shower, she, he's already knocked the hell out of her, out of her mother, and knocked her completely out uh, unconscious in like the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's slowly going up the stairs after the daughter, and then uh, the daughter <clears throat> gets uh, gets the jump on him. Man, gets that uh, knife in his chest. And uh, also uh, gets has that last uh, minute scare when uh, he comes alive for one last second, and the mom shoots him because the mom had kind of uh, yeah come uh, out of uh, her c- come out of her stupor from yep. the uh, kitchen, man. But yeah, I did not care for the sequel and uh,
2: the the um, th- remake. Yeah, the remake with the guy from yeah. Tuck was in it. Wasn't uh what's her name Selena Ward was in that I think. Oh, Selena c- no, Ward. Yeah, Ward? I think yeah. she was in that yeah. too.
0: Uh, but I didn't care for it. I, that old one holds yeah. up, man. And uh, even the second one, if you think it's hard to find the first one, the second one's even harder huh. uh, to find. But uh, fantastic movies that showcased Terry O'Quinn perfectly in that in that sucker. So I definitely highly recommend that guy. Definitely. All right, what you got here, man, for your
2: number one? Uh, so my favorite one out of this list by far was um, a movie that not many people know too much about uh, from 81, I believe, Linda Blair in Hell Knight. Hell Night. So that I'll have to uh,
0: confess, this was a movie that I don't think I've seen, I and I've it. seen the cover so many times. Like right when you had mentioned it to me, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's the one with Linda Blair and with the iron rod fence, iron rod and, fence. She's yeah, and she's screaming on the trying other side." It. Yeah, you know, it's really cool. It was one of the ones I had seen in the video store, but I don't think I ever looked at but then I had watched the trailer for it and it looks like totally something I would love man it's awesome it really does so I'm definitely going to have to pick it up so why don't you tell us a little bit about it
2: Uh, All right, so I'll fill everyone in it's more or less um, the the, uh, fraternity is going to this house to stay the night the old frat prank whatever uh, where it's supposed to be haunted by a family of um, I think they call them like mongoloids or something like that that basically will just kill you and, uh, and they, interesting, like they, House of a Thousand Corp style, kind uh, of. Very, kind. very similar to that. Yeah, uh, not that not as um, smart as the people in House of a Thousand Corps. So they're they're out there. I were mean,
0: these people like living at this house uh, like this whole time, or? N-
2: yeah, they, I think they were like in the walls because there was all passages throughout oh, the house crazy, and stuff man. like that. Um, it was really, really, really. So, it was creepy. part of
0: like initiation or something? You had to spend the night. Yep, in, uh, exactly. In this it it house.
2: starts out in, uh, with everyone like playing tricks, so you think, oh, you know, it's they're just gonna play tricks on them the whole time. And yeah. The, the the tricks is the first to go, and uh, very very intense, very fun. I when I was a kid, uh, my my parents would have like a little Halloween party, and this was probably right around eighty three. And I remember, I think it was my dad and one of his friends were watching it in one of the rooms, and. I came around the corner and there's one scene where he takes this guy's head and turns it on backwards. And I I just saw that scene. Of course, I was probably like eight years old. Wow. And I remember almost pissed now, I remember parents. the Halloween
0: parties your mom used to have because we used yeah. to stop by there to uh, do the trick-or-treating yeah, and yeah. stuff. And your mom was always in like a witch outfit a witch or something outfit. like yeah, that. Witch outfit, yeah, yeah. And yeah, she went all in, man. She loved Halloween, and she, man. She, she, when
2: I turned around and she saw my face and she goes, well, how'd you let him see that? And it was just one of those things. I went in the wrong room at the wrong time. That's the scene And then I saw. boom, I now I we're surrounded
0: in a room full of horror shit. Oh yeah, Oh
2: yeah. So yes. this
0: basically kind of started you off at a young age for mm, horror movies.
2: Yeah, I, I mean... Uh, after that point, I realized I don't like to see that stuff, but I do like to be scared. Yeah, uh, it's it's it's, it's so one of those weird
0: conundrums, it's man. It's that You're fetish, like, it, yeah, yeah. I don't know why you it, can't help. But, I'm gravitating towards. Yeah, it. Yeah, you can't help
2: but uh, watch it, but you almost feel like you should look away. Yeah, it's, and it's I love these type of movies. I like a, a good comedy, a drama. Like I was telling you, I can't watch the, a lot of that stuff, but a horror movie, yeah. as long as it's the right uh, genre, I can watch almost any one of them, as long as it's not over the top. You know, not so much the gorgeous. Yeah, of the, certain horror movies neither yeah. of us like. but Human centipede. That's Yeah, there's one. that's not Boom. my thing. That's
0: not my jam. I can understand people want to redefine the genre and do yep. some weird, wild stuff. To each like his own, but, but that's not me. That's not me. That's
2: not my thing. Either. Not at all. I, I agree not at with all. you
0: there. And even to the to a certain point, hostile movies—they were almost too over the top. The first
2: two I can watch. The first uh, one I could watch, but yeah. then
0: after the first one, the, or even the Saw movies, you know, I, yeah, I, I like it, but it, it wasn't. It, but I once again, if we were watching that at nine years old, we probably would have watched all of them, just like Friday Thirteenth, and had great and lo- memories, of and them. loved them all. Yeah,
2: and loved them all. I can watch them still, but they're just as an adult. Every- you're like, okay, yeah, yeah all right. that was fun. You're yeah. doing one every year. I'll just put that as background noise. The fifteenth time I've seen it, because there's nothing else on. and when you're him. Older,
0: you see it more as what? A cash cow that it is. Yeah, you know, exactly.
2: These the, the studios need their
0: horror movie. They need their. There's only so many conjurings that you could do, or paranormal activities, or we, we see it every right. time. So every time we see a big horror movie come out, you always are thinking in the back of your head, is this
2: the one that's going to spawn eight sequels and right. come out every Halloween? It doesn't help that uh, every year they're saw out every every Halloween. Yeah, and um, even even this year, man, that uh, the new Jigsaw thing yeah. came out. They with Friday the Thirteenth, they would never out every year. Nightmare nope. on Elm Street, Halloween, Halloween. I think it was the one that went the longest. Scenes
0: and back then, because of the lack of uh, Google, we never knew they were when they were going to come out. Exactly. You know, I still remember the day and uh, the pos- position and the place in the house where we were when we saw the uh, trailer for *Chasing Takes Manhattan*.
2: So that spread the news. Yep,
0: they played it a weird trailer, man, which totally like fooled you of what you, you were about. You're to overlooking
2: see. Um, New York and yep. it's slowly coming up. It's telling you like uh, so many people in the naked city, whatever and they're just showing like this guy watching the the town and yeah over the stuff. canal or something like yeah, that yeah yeah you you start, that, start spreading spreading the, news. the news music and, and he he turns around you're like i did not just see that yeah when? We freaked out. Yeah, we we,
0: we were up late watching like Arsenio Hall. Uh, we, and yeah, it was during, in, Arsenio, yep, one of those. And yeah. it was yep. uh, during one of the commercials, and yep. we freaked out. I think we were on a high for it. Well, until uh, we like, saw it, yeah, until it I came know, up I But know. certainly for a couple of days where we're like, can you freaking believe that? yeah And at that point, we were just waiting to see the trailer again. Right. Because then it was gone because we were only like half paying attention to the beginning of it. Yeah. If we had known, we were to watch the whole tra- uh, yep. trailer with our eyes wide. But, I know. Man, such fantastic. But that was how it was. And. I I used to collect a lot of the movie magazines back in the day, you know, and Mm -hmm. and that's really how we got our info. Like you with wrestling. Yeah. You always followed those wrestling mags, so you were always like, oh, this is this guy's real name, and he's also fighting on the WCW, and this is what happened to him. I remember you would know stuff like. Oh, Roddy didn't break his leg that way. This is how Roddy broke his leg. They just play that into the story. And that's kind of how I was with movies, man. I was obsessed with uh, movies back in the day where I'd buy the movie mags, and I was like, oh, this movie called Big Trouble China is going to come out, man. Mm -hmm. I've seen images from it. It looks really freaking crazy. That's how I
2: found out about Pumpkinhead. Yep, Pumpkinhead. Yeah, through Fangoria. And I
0: I tell a lot of people on the pods, and uh, even Dave, that... uh, back when they that first on demand that uh where you could you could order the movie over the phone and mm-hmm. it would just appear that's how we saw they live yeah and a lot of those uh classic movies and it yep. would just appear on your cable bill right. i remember i can't believe my mom agreed to to the service but she knew uh so much that my dad loved movies that they they kind of were suckers for that mm-hmm. I, I really have my parents to thank my mom and my dad for uh, having all those movie channels, man, they had all of them back yeah. in the day. The movie channel, Cinemax, Showtime, and HBO. And if you had all those, not only are you gonna get your sex education, you're mm-hmm. gonna get to, you're you're gonna see movies that you randomly see. Like we were talking about, uh, Max Dugan returns. You you stop ten people on the street and ask them what they thought they got. Max Dugan returns. It's not gonna nine out of ten, if not ten out of ten, I'm not gonna know what the hell you're talking about. Yep, but exactly. that was a classic in the '80s on HBO. Mm-hmm. They would they would play it two times a day. And it right. was so great. It was
2: HBO was famous for putting something on. It like 10 o'clock in the morning and then 8 o'clock at night. Yep. Almost whatever movie they were uh, previewing for that that week. And Movie Channel would play R-rated movies during the day. Oh, yeah. So that that was was... one. We watched, uh, I was over at Buddy's house and I just turned on uh, Taxi? Is that what it was? Uh, super, it was some weird... Tax, DC Cab. Oh, DC Cab. DC Cab. I'm like, yeah, yeah. oh, man, this movie's phenomenal. Yeah. Wasn't Mr. T in that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. So, that yeah, was, that DC was Cab funny as hell. One yeah. of the best posters, man. Forgot all about it. Yep, Drew Struzan did
0: that poster, man. That cartoon-type uh, poster. Yep. Really fabulous. That was on like 3 them o'clock in the afternoon. holding the, the car afternoon. door in his hand. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man, yeah, that was awesome. Yep. But yeah, the eight... Uh, movie channel those uh they remember the emmanuel's were which basically like softcore core porn yeah, at the time. yeah. they were bad movies yeah. but you got to see some uh friggin nudity and you'd see bo- <laughs> boobs well you'd see you'd see, in the 80s you'd see bush too right uh on those films but uh but yeah i i've got the uh those old movie channels to thank to seeing those random horror movies that you wouldn't come across <laughs> right but like we coming back full circles that's how we saw them at the video store you just mm-hmm. you're looking in and you're like all right uh Evil Dead looks like a cool cover. I guess I'm gonna friggin uh, rent Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah, we
2: always had those deals once in a while at um, um, uh, All Star Video where you could go in on a Friday night and rent like six movies for ten bucks ah, or something. So good, man! And we would watch like three of those movies the first night from six o'clock to like midnight. We'd what would pour? Right what down. was
0: the video store that uh, uh, that we were stealing them from from the side of the building? We, I think that, so was, that was you. Now what? The you, statute man, of limitations. That's totally up on this. That shit. was
2: massive video <laughs> that you you helped force out of business. Uh, yeah, so right, thank you very much. Yeah, thank right. you very much. Taking all that porno.
0: <laughs> no, we should reveal. We should reveal. This is a good story of how we. Uh, so
2: some knucklehead has the idea to put on. Is that how
0: we're gonna sell it? We're <laughs> gonna no names, man. No, no names. Some
2: knucklehead has the idea to put Elmo's glue down the uh, return sh- uh, slot. It was
0: a weird return slot though. It was like part, the side of the building. It was part of the building so it, it like just basically up. sloped they made yeah. like a cut in the building so it wasn't like a a metal thing that you open nope. up and drop down
2: it was just a wooden uh wooden slide and some some <laughs> people would actually just pull up because they didn't want to walk in and return their porn in person so they'd after hours just drop it down the slot really cool and uh, idea, when yeah, you think about it but it wasn't bad i, I mean someone has that not moments <laughs> not as good as an idea of what we had to do but yeah <laughs> right right but uh we um we got some good stuff out of there. I mean, remember the first movie. We got... well, well, you're skipping over, man. So, you, so okay. we would,
0: there was like a field right next to the, oh, uh, yeah, to yeah, the thing. Yeah, so yeah. we would hang out on the field and we would just, we would drink and we would just talk and bullshit. And yep. then we realized, uh, that the, uh, we kind of watching people, uh, drive up to this place and just drop their movies up. Yeah. So we, I didn't think this was going to work, but spilling Elmer's glue. Someone put those <laughs> Elmer's glue. We're going to stick to that. Elmer. Someone put Elmer's glue down that thing. And I was like, man, no video is going to stick to that. But our, like adolescent. I put enough down there. Yeah, I mean, he, he put enough down. Ah, <laughs> there. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so sure as shit. We, saw, we would pour the Elmer's glue on there, we would sit back, we, we would sit back and eat some friggin' Doritos and, uh, and bullshit with each other about the day, and someone would pull up, and then uh, someone would run up there and see if it stuck, and sure as shit, they and, would stick and to And I the was thing. always
2: the gopher, because I was the, the guy who was stupid enough to do it, yeah. and the funny part is, right next door to this place, there was a very, very famous restaurant, and the cops would hang there, because there was a Dunkin' Donuts and Honeydew right there. Yeah. So the cops would hang literally 40 or 50 feet where I'm grabbing these, these videotapes from, <laughs> So I would have to put it down my pants. So, you know, of course, I get all tacky and stuff and have a good rest of the night, I guess. But, uh, yeah, it was almost always a porno. Yeah, it was weird. We got a lot
0: of our porn that
2: way just yeah. because
0: people were were too embarrassed to return it during the day. They wanted to return exactly. it at night. And then
2: somebody had just said something about this awful, awful premise of a movie. and. <laughs> I go down and grab it, and there it is. It is the Crying Game, which yeah. if you those of you who don't know it, don't watch it. That's, that's, <laughs> it was actually a decent. movie. It was movie, a, not a I bad mean, movie. Yeah, the, yeah. the reveal scene is enough to make you not want to. So, well, you watch certainly the movie didn't expect it when it happened,
0: no. but you got a couple good movies out of it. That's how you got Mister
2: Three Thousand, right, or Mister Baseball, Mister Baseball, Mister Baseball, yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah, was, that was
2: during the day, dude. Oh, that was so. Weird. So this is weird. I go down to the um the convenience store across the street. I'm walking by. I'm like, just a, for, a force of habit. I turn and look down there, and there it is. There's the movie. That someone tried to return during the day. And Maybe it, it had it did, backed up where there were too many in the hole or there something. It was just that one that I saw. Oh, really? And now and, uh, there's a window right above the oh, spot yeah, yeah, where yeah, they can yeah, look yeah. right out. And right. I put my hand down there like an ass and grabbed it. And there I go. There yeah. I got Mr. Baseball to watch. Good movie, so. too. Great movie, but it was a <laughs> stupid idea. Now that I think about it, because wow, oh, they were man. charging sixty dollars a movie back then. And Hell, they, yeah, 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 if you had to replace it, you had to pay sixty. I
0: remember there was a lot of those movies that uh, they didn't get wholesale, and that's what they would tell you that yeah. you, yeah, you didn't return a movie, yeah, uh, sixty yep. to eighty bucks. Yep. My b- dad bought me. Uh, uh, he knew a guy that could get him wholesale, and I remember one Christmas he bought me Star Trek V, the worst Star Trek movie in the world. Mm. I mean, he paid like seventy five dollars for it yep. because he knew I wanted it so bad to get it for crazy. Christmas. It was crazy, but that's what it was. Now yep. you don't think of that when they're so friggin' cheap now, right? So all right, let's go to my number one here, and this is a movie that I know both me and Eric appreciate, and we both friggin' love. Man, is 1988's Phantasm two. Uh, what's, what's the premise on that one? Well, yeah, yeah. Never heard of it. <laughs> Never heard of it. It's a new one. So there's been five Phantasm movies. And in my opinion, the first three were fucking badass. I yeah. love the first three. It, it tailed off. The fourth one was, wor- was worth,
1: eh.
0: it, it. The fourth one was worth watching maybe once or twice. And then uh, the fifth one was just kind of almost unwatchable. They had gone too far at that mm-hmm. point. Uh, but that second one, and a lot of people have problems with that second one because they kind of went aw- away from the uh, the normal uh, guy. You know, they went and got James LaGrosse to come in and play uh, play the kid. Yeah. And then they went back to the kid and did one of those, like, Bewitched Darren things and or, like, like the Becky, uh, the James, Roseanne's Becky. James Bond, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But this is when they brought back the same exact kid. Uh, right, th- right. That little redheaded kid from the first one. Huh. And this was a movie, I I love the first Phantasm movies, but for my money, this one was always better, man. Yeah, me too. Much like The Nightmare on Elm Street and The Friday 13th, they understood these characters so much better now. And Mm -hmm. this was the great Don uh, Cassillery. I think that's how you pronounce it, Cassillery, something like that. I've never heard anyone say it, but I I know I've seen it spelled. It's the same guy who did Beastmaster, who did Uh, Baba Hotep. uh, Two great movies right there. Baba Hotep is
2: a must-see by anybody. Oh, yeah, if you you haven't seen Baba
0: Hotep, You should definitely check it out. Bruce Campbell fans, non-Bruce Campbell fans, it'll make you a fan. It's really just... Total B-horror. We get to the 2000s uh, B-horror uh, mm-hmm. movies, it will probably be on both of our lists. I tell
2: people the name, they laugh at me, yep. and then they go see it, and like, A L- lot wow. of
0: people haven't seen it, too. I'm I surprised, know. because I remember when it came out, and I had heard about it before it came out, because I, I was always a, a Don fan, mm-hmm. and I was always a Bruce fan. I had already read his book, that if Chins Could uh, could Kill, <laughs> book, uh, autobiography that he put out, which was really cool. Ozzie Davis. Uh, Ozzie Davis, the great Ozzie Davis, was uh, fantastic in that movie, too, but... Yep. Uh, but for Phantasm 2, man, I, I was always a fan of the whole mythology with the tall man, the tall man. and with Reggie Bannister. Played, played by Angus Grimm. Yep. And uh, he was great, man, in that yeah. movie. And he was one of those guys that always played a horrific character, but I hear he's like a sweetheart
2: in real life. There's a movie he did called um, Bring Out the Dead with um interesting uh Don, with Don uh, Monaghan, the kid from uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, yeah, the kid it's, from Lost. It is awesome. Huh. It is awesome. Oh, I'll definitely yeah.
0: check that out because I've never seen him in anything but Phantasm yeah. movies. Yeah, Bring Out the Dead. And uh, was the uh, I was trying to think of this the other day. Did they even have the balls in the first one, or was it the second one that they they kind of broke that? No, out? I th- they were in the first one. Were they? Yeah, but they weren't yeah. as complex they
2: weren't, they weren't, first of all, and they weren't as, as much in the movie. The second one, they were all over the place. Yeah, and they, they realized
0: ones. that was the perfect gimmick yeah. for that movie, yep, man. Yep. and some grotesque and scenes
2: whipping through the hallways of that morgue, and yeah, when it got that, uh, it got the priest in the head, man. Yeah, and, and then it just spewed out the one that drilled. Yeah, and then there was the other scene where it, uh, it didn't like go down as... Uh oh, it went yeah. in, his,
0: in his back and out yeah. through his throat. Yeah, that's right. And it was a gross, gross scene. Yeah. Man, when they turned his body around and you yeah. could see it. Yep. Yeah. Uh a lot of good really special effects in this movie too. Remember mm. when they're uh we liked it, too, because they were kind of like... Uh, uh, I love the idea that they kind of had to gear themselves up mm-hmm. and take care of this evil themselves. And you they know, went they to the, um,
2: the military the uh, yep. ammunition
0: place. And they yeah. uh, uh, welded the two shotguns together so yeah. they had four barrels. That, that weapon was And badass. at one point you got to Put see... Put the handle him. in the middle. Yep, and at one point you got to see him fire all four chambers and it took all those Jawa-looking yep. uh, creatures and out and because Jawa what he was doing, was... he was like... He was like taking the dead people, uh, instead of putting them in the ground, he was shrinking them down and making them into little slaves. slaves. And he would use the, he would, uh, there was kind of a gateway to the tall man's world where he would uh, transport people. And uh, remember, they have the two silver tongs that uh, vary that. Really pristine white room and everything. but I remember when they were all one of my favorite scenes is when they're all geared up and they uh, you see the uh, the naked girl on the table that uh, you see later on yeah uh, in the movie but remember they had that girl with the sheet over her. Uh, the girl that Michael oh was she was like crying go- in the corner in the corner yeah and it took that thing off the back And, and it like, was very like, Nightmare on Elm Street yeah launched. it was yeah. like something you would see Freddy's head on it took
2: the, yeah it took the sheet off and she it's almost like gnawing through it's like chewing it right yeah
0: well it's coming out it's like there's, like it? a head and a yeah, half okay. a body yeah. coming
2: out of her back and it was really grotesque
0: yeah, that was so gross uh, but remember the girl that they pick up as the hitchhiker we uh, as the moviegoer we saw that she was on the morgue uh, the, yeah. the slab earlier yep. in the movie so you knew right then that this girl was not on the up and up had that great sex scene with Reggie which she's like riding him like a cowboy Yeah, she was slapping his bald head she, she was going to town <laughs> it she was, was really funny fun. really funny man and she had that great scene at the end where she uh she sticks her hands through her hair and pulls half a chunk she, yeah, of her she, head she off she's just
2: kind of twirling her hair like my wife does Yeah, and, then and boom. she just
0: pulls it right out it's like Ugh. oh god it was a huge and, and you can see like brain exposure on yeah. it and everything but it had just everything you'd want man had that great uh Formaldehyde scene where they, uh, oh, stuck, they it stuck it stuck in, ta- in the
2: tall man's yep. neck,
0: and he started like spewing the yellow uh, yep. formaldehyde, and he was that was a great Fangoria cover. Yeah, you know, where yeah. he's like melting on the front cover, man. Yep. Really good, man. I, I I'd be hard pressed if you were a really diehard, unless you grew up in the uh, early in the seventies, and that in the first one is the one that you kind of saw first. Uh, but if you're an eighties kid watching the Phantasm movies, number two, man, number two is where it's no, at. Number man. two is
2: my my favorite of that. That yep franchise by far. I love that movie. Oh, absolutely. Love and it. uh I,
0: I watch it I watch it semi regular too and I love that. Uh, I don't know if Re- Reggie must be going to cons, man, because he would. Reggie Bannister? Yeah, he's yeah, got to be right not? up there. When he did number two, he was working as a. I had heard a rumor that he was working as a school teacher, and he would, like, go he and do sick. his filming. Yeah. And I, I mean, imagine having that as your, like, science teacher as friggin' Reggie Bannister. Yeah. I mean, that's just insane for the kids that knew about it, I'm, I'm sure. because right. I mean, I know how indie film works, man. You kind of do your indie films, and then you go back to your real jobs. Your real, and, yeah, your real life. And a lot of those people in these early indie 80s films never went on to do anything else you pull up their IMD page it's like this movie and one other movie and that's it yeah
2: there was like a third or fourth character in, oh yeah know. that's why D- I'm D- like
0: I'm so a fan of supporting these actors and everything going to these horror cons because uh, these these small roles that they made an impact on people like me and Eric when mm-hmm. we grew up watching like Hell Night or watching Phantasm or all those movies like uh, I love the uh, the recent episode of Comic Book Man where Robert England came in, man. Yeah. Like, oh my God, man. It's we one actually of the... just
2: rewatched that one. Really? Yeah. Oh man, it's yeah.
0: one of the guys that you could just imagine it being really cool to talk about and, yep. and tell you a story about something that happened on the set and everything. Happy birthday, bitch. Yeah. Man <laughs> in the glove. Where's yeah. the fucking bourbon? <laughs> 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 Another great line for number three. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. So Phantasm, if you're gonna start the Phantasm franchise, obviously start with number one, but, you, uh, but make you, sure you get two it, right next yeah, to it though. Two, two is right there, man. And, just uh, and number those three three is a great uh, one. I love the the black yep. chick from number three that traveled mm-hmm. with him. Uh, I can't remember her name. And it, but uh, she was a badass band. And she yeah. could have totally gone on to do number four and everything. Right. Four was just, it had that bad premise. You know, it was just him traveling on his own and the, yeah. and the CUDA. And uh, what a car in that second one, man. Yeah, I know. That was that, that Hemi CUDA. Oh, man. Yeah. If you're a car guy, yeah. watch Phantasm I'm, 2.
2: I'm not a car guy, but that thing was beautiful. Yeah, you they drool drool flipped over it, that though, thing. Thing. didn't they? Didn't they flip yeah, it? Yeah, at some it?
0: point. It blows up at some uh. point, I think. And I, I'm sure they didn't blow up that car because that car was worth some money, man. But yeah, uh, yeah fantastic. Didn't they, they, they have the budget to, throw, to blow that car up. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. Fantastic set of movies, man. So yeah, that's gonna. Definitely. That's I love these movies, man. I like. I, I could talk all day long about different uh, horror movies and franchises and stuff. And definitely, there's totally all the Halloweens from the '80s, and it's it's weird because obviously, like I said from the be- beginning, everyone's gonna love number one of all these things, mm-hmm. but it's uh it stands the test of time if some of those sequels
2: will hold up exactly digging deeper into the franchise is usually where it's at for me because one is fun and all but that's that's boring to be the that's where they well, you know, they, they, they give you the story they establish they give you the story. it it's usually slower too so by 2 and 3 like alright this is our character this is what we can roll with this is what we can do with him and by that second or third one is usually when you get a pretty good idea yep. whether it's going to sink or swim.
0: I mean, you think of some of these uh, middle, uh, the middle of the franchise movies like Friday Thirteenth Part Four. You don't have that. You don't have the Tommy Jarvis trilogy, and that's exactly. some of the best stuff from Friday Thirteenth is a Tommy yep. Jarvis. You you don't have uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Three. You don't have that comedy that just plays through all of four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really started with number three. And yeah. uh, Halloween, you know, they kind of had that one bump with number three, which I'll go out there and say I love Season of the Witch. I thought Three's it was not good. a
2: bad movie from what I remember of it, you, but it was just... You can't look at do, it do do as a Halloween
1: it? movie. Exactly. you no. got to look at it as no. Season of the
0: Witch. Yep. And uh, if you just look at it from that, it's a pretty creepy-ass movie. But I loved when uh, in... Number four was the revital, uh, uh them revitalizing that uh, that franchise, and that was awesome. Mm-hmm. I remember we watched number four for the first time.
2: We watched that on a uh, pay per view, and uh, you know the uh, on demand or whatever, yeah. and it was funny because we ordered it and didn't go through, and we were getting so pissed. It's <laughs> like a cl- uh, it's eleven o'clock, and I can't have my mom. You know, go say wake my mom up. Yeah call the cable company and we'll find out what we can't get out of here. <laughs> and it finally came on and they were already like driving down the uh, the street like ah oh, it says Haddonfield Woo-hoo. oh man I love 4 man yeah. I love 5
0: too 5 had that great uh, I that, love 5 really the, one of my favorite death scene is when they got that like garden claw yeah, thing the, in the head oh, yeah. that was, he was awesome he
2: was uh, in 16 Candles which my wife keeps pointing out oh really which yeah. one was he in 16 Candles he was the one uh, behind Farmer Ted that tells him uh, to beat it Oh, interesting. Yeah, I I don't remember cuz I don't like 5. I saw 5 in the movie theater. It was too campy. I'm surprised campy. you didn't like 5. You know? It was it was too campy. They had like the part where the cops showed up and the dog had run away. That's what we do. Respond to calls, save ladies and dogs. And yeah. it's like you hear like almost the, the drums in the background that were you a fan of H2O? I like that show. Yeah. yeah, and I thought Resurrection, and, uh, Resurrection
0: was good with, um, yeah.
2: with uh, Trick or Treat bitch. How are bust excited bust? are
0: you for the uh for the new house? I cannot man. be any more excited. I'm uh, um, with you there, brother. I'm with
2: that one, the news that you broke. Danny a, Danny McBride. Danny McBride, yep. The, uh, the... Jamie Lee um, oh, Car- Carpenter, to have anything to do with it is a wonderful thing in my eyes. Yeah. You broke the news on the new um the zombie movie, so that's going to be Which one? Um the um 3 from Hell. Oh, three from Hell. That's right. The uh, the new Rob Zombie movie. I thought you said zombie. You did say zombie movie, but I forgot that's also somebody's last
0: name. (laughs) From Boston, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, it's the uh, the sequel to Devil's Rejects. Oh, I cannot wait.
2: I maybe I need to give Devil's Rejects another shot because I uh, they they screwed up a lot. They didn't do anything with the Doctor Satan thing. Uh, They they went a whole movie. Showing you the the lore of this family, yeah, and then they got so far away from it, like they would. Because I love House of a Thousand Corpses. If you watch love the uh, deleted scenes Corpses. on um, on Devil's Rejects, they actually have Doctor. There's a scene with Doctor. Oh, interesting. Zayden, and it's Rosario Dawson. He actually kills. Oh wow, that's it, awesome. so it's kind of cool. But well, maybe I'll have to why didn't again. you just? Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, and It had
0: Terry on it. Yeah. A kind of a weird, degrading scene for Terry, too. I From I remember Priscilla feeling. Priscilla Barnes. Yeah, Priscilla Barnes. I remember feeling funny at watching it yeah. because I'm used to seeing her on, on Three's Company being and Terry. She was, she was strong on that show, and then yep. you see
2: her doing the scene, it's like, oh, this is just weird. Yeah. Yeah. It was
0: uh, it was a little too gratuitous I think is what it was and it was yeah. g- I didn't uh like the ending with the like with the Skinnerard song that was going on
2: uh um, I love the song I love the way they did it and then I thought about it after I'm like man it was depressing dude yeah because I knew that was pretty much it right there I love yeah. those actors man yeah I love
0: I, I'm not as thrilled I, I I'm not as thrilled that that zombie puts his wife in all of them but she was so good and she House was but that Corpses baby was awesome her so character good.
2: was awesome um Spaulding is one of my favorite characters love In him. any movie love Sid Haig, Mo- man yeah Mosley uh otis awesome yeah every everything about it. I, I actually liked um and we remember mosley back from uh texas chainsaw okay. massacre too Chop top. yeah uh that's another one we could have put in this cast oh, yeah, absolutely oh, um what was the what's the, the black dude um his best friend in that in uh devil's rejects he's in everything I, with the I, big with the big bulging eyes he was in um halloween which Halloween? Uh, the remake
0: oh see i yeah i've been, i've only seen the remake of halloween he was in and... dawn of the dead Oh, *The original. Dawn of the Dead*. The, the original. original,
2: yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name. I do, and I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, he was right great. Now, Janet like it's 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 a <laughs> smack. <me laughs> he in was great in *Dawn of the Dead*, though. Yeah, yeah I love. He was him good, in, uh... He's been good in everything I've yeah. seen him in. He was really good in *Devil's Rejects*. I like. Well, that's the good that. thing about uh, uh
0: that I like about *Zombie*. It's it's very similar to Quentin. You know, Quentin brings a lot of the people that he liked from the '70s yep, back. Yep. Uh Rob Zombie brings a lot of the horror the, kind the of actors like Karen 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 Black, Karen Black, and Sid Haig. I mean, he really revitalized
2: Sid Haig's career, yeah. man. By the way, uh, one of Sid Haig's best movies they ever did was called Spider Baby from the 70s, black and white with um, uh, Lon Chaney. Oh, interesting. Awesome. I don't think awesome I've seen movie. it. I watched him. I, that. I, uh, I saw it. him recently in uh, Swashbuckler,
0: the real random pirate movie with James Earl Jones and Robert Shaw. He was, he was one of the pirates. No kidding. Yeah, and he looked just like a pirate, he was, obviously. He was
2: also in um, uh, an episode of the Team. Really, yeah. that's awesome, man! Yeah. I have to pull that image. Yeah, he's up like a hired Sid guy. Sid Haig is so that. funny, man. He is one guy, He was actually in that show Halston that Adam Green does. Oh, nice! Because he, uh, he brings a lot of the horror guys in his show. Uh, Sid Hagen is one of those I guys I'd love, to, love to, meet to meet him at a con and get a picture I, I, with. I got his autograph on a bobblehead. I never met him, but I just had to buy it just just so I could say I do. Yeah, and I I actually uh, I have an eighty five uh, classic uh, Volkswagen that I messed up the dashboard by putting his little uh, mystery mini pop finger, <laughs> glued him right to the dashboard, not caring about the ramifications just because he has to be guiding my car. <laughs>
0: So. <laughs> that's the extent we'll go for our horror exactly <laughs> fandom <Exactly. laughs> alright so yeah I think next time we'll do a pod together it'll be uh, maybe we're gonna come back up in November and we'll do a, maybe we'll do 90s B horror movie man because that was also wanna talk about some Jacob's Ladder and mm-hmm. uh, all those great uh, 90s Definitely. movies Candyman yep. Nightbreed well Nightbreed, Nightbreed was the 80s wasn't it uh, or was it 90s I
2: was in high school 89, 90? 90. 89, 90. It must yeah. be 90 then. Because it, I, I, I think didn't think see it, it on the be. list when we were looking
0: at them. Right, right.
2: uh Dan, uh, Lord of
0: Illusions, that's another Lord great Lord of Illusions, uh, yeah, movie, great. Man. Another Clyde oh, Bach one. Love so that good movie. Ones, man. Candyman. Love Candyman. <laughs> right, anyway, so if you want to get a hold of us, we'll be back next week with, uh, I think we're going to do some animation next week. Don't hold me to that, but I'm pretty sure we're going to do our favorite animation with Dave and Justin. So uh, stay tuned. We're looking forward to that. Uh, but if you want to get a hold of us, we have a Facebook page that you can hit us up on. We're also on iTunes and on SoundCloud, or you can uh, shoot us a message on Twitter at at Podcast, or email us at uh, fascinatedwithfilms at gmail.com. Uh, until next time, though. See ya. Adios.
1: Boy.